24 hours a day, seven days a week. The news never stops. Life goes on around town and around the world. You need a talk show that keeps track of it. A program with bold opinions that's always open to your views. That is this show. Welcome to the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM. The answer. And a good morning, everybody. It is Monday, the 29th day of January 2024. So uh, we have a lot of stuff on our plate. I mean, we're we're just underway here, and we have a lot of stuff on our plate. I want to share, uh, and it, of course, some of it involves the uh, the the attack, the Iran backed attacks on the American military at a base that we have in Northeast Jordan that killed three U.S. service members and injured dozens more. What do we do? There are compelling arguments on both sides. The the natural instinct is make them pay. Sink a chunk of the Iranian Navy. Take out some nuclear processing facilities. Make them pay. As soon as you do that, however, once again, it's like the voices on your shoulder. There's one voice on my shoulder saying, make them pay. And then the other voice on the other shoulder says, yeah, about that making them pay thing, uh, does that start a shooting war with Iran? Does that uh, heighten already seemingly unmanageable tensions in the region that are – it's a bad time to be starting you know, another you know, hot zone global conflict with this commander-in-chief and these children – who are uh, you know, part of his national security coterie. I mean, is this is, is this a good time to be doing this? So uh, I place it before you, 866-660-5759. Uh, in terms of our own borders, uh, there is a deal working its way. All you need to know is that Democrats love it. All you need to know is that Joe Biden favors it. All you need to know is that Chuck Schumer thinks it's awesome. And, and it doesn't always work this way, that if you find... Somewhat, I mean, it's kind of triangulation logic. Let's say there's a bunch of people you admire and they like something. Does that mean it's absolutely a good thing? Not necessarily, but it can be a good sign. Could be evidence that it has merit. What if a bunch of people you know are wrong on everything like something? Does that, should that bear a certain stigma? Should that be like, I don't know how great this is. Often that answer is yes. If Biden and Schumer and, and, and the media are cheerleading for it, what more do you need? How many times do you need to see this movie? The movie in which Democrats try to roll us with the aid of border softies in the Republican Party who want, well, here's all they want. Here's all they want, and it just kills me a little that among them uh, doing some of the chief negotiating for the Republican side is a a senator, a neighbor who I've liked a lot, still do on most things, James Lankford in Oklahoma. He is trying to gaslight you into thinking this border bill is good. It doesn't have a mile of wall in it. Oh, but we're going to have all kinds of border patrol, and we're going to have better asylum courts. Biden asylum courts will grant asylum to anybody. Oh, somebody looked at me sideways on the streets of Tegucigalpa. Bap, you're in asylum. Oh, I, I'm really having uh, trouble, uh, uh, you know, making uh, making ends meet in El Salvador. Bap, you're in. 
so that these people can be normalized and legalized and naturalized and then called on for decades, decades of reliable Democrat voting. This is the Biden border plan. A wall stops the Biden border plan. A wall can't be told to process illegals more quickly. A wall can't be jimmied and jacked with in some strange Rube Goldberg device uh, to actually increase the flow of illegals into our culture. A wall stops people, and that's why they hate it. And that's why the border squishes and the Republican Party are not on board with it. So what we have now is, and and, oh, and then, then you throw in the entire Ukrainian angle. Well, if we do this, well, we're going to tie more additional billions for Ukraine. I'm going to tell you what, as we get ready to go to calls here, 866-660-5759. Iran absolutely funded the attacks that killed American servicemen. What do you want to do now? Something? Nothing? You tell me. 866-660-5759. As hesitant and skeptical as I am about pouring continuing billions to Ukraine, I know millions of Americans and no small amount of legislators will will actually start to feel more warmly about that if, if we can get half as serious about our own border as everybody wants us to be about the Ukrainian border. All right, 866-660-5759. We're in Dallas. Ray, hey, Mark Davis, happy Monday. How are you? I'm just fine, thank you. Hi. Uh, I'm just calling about the uh, issue you were just uh, addressing about the borders and about the uh, uh, situation in the, in the Far East, mm-hmm. or in the Middle East, excuse me. Um, and uh, I, I have a suggestion uh, that uh, I think uh, you would do a great job with, and that is to speak to some, uh, General Jack Keane, uh, have him on, on, on your show. And he articulates a particular vision that is, you know, much more aggressive than what uh, Mike might say or you might say or whatever. But uh, uh, he, he's not a – I mean, he, he, he's well-informed, uh, and he may not be right, but he, he's not crazy. Okay? No, I, I, so, see, I uh, see him a lot. You, you, you would do a great job of interviewing Well, you're, you're very kind. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me ask you, because I see General Keene all the time. He's, he's a, one of Fox uh-huh. News' uh, prime yeah. analysts, yeah. And, he, and he deserves that gig. What is yeah. it that General Keene has brought to the dialogue that – is intriguing to you, has merit to you? What is something that he has said that has made you think, wow, that guy's right? Well, uh, first of all, he has, um, uh, uh, I'm saying he might be right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And the reason I say that is his background and knowledge Mm -hmm. uh, and his demeanor in in talking about all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, He bases it on um, uh, experience and on uh, judgment that comes from uh, uh, it comes from a background. That's, okay, here's, uh, that's here's, here's, here's what's tricky. Here, because here the yeah. wor- the words you've mentioned are are good ones. Background, experience, yeah. uh, demeanor. Those are really cool concepts. It is possible yeah. to have all those things and be dead wrong. And I'm not talking about General Keene at all. <laughs> I'm talking about what yeah. make what makes you right is wisdom. And vision. Yeah. And, and again, and these things can differ from person to person. They can be a little bit subjective. I know all kinds of people with a ton of military experience who are who are, who are, are completely wrong about stuff these days. Uh, yeah. a, t- a ton of people with a lot of, 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 of uh, bars and stripes and medals on their chest who are dead wrong about. There are people with all kinds of military experience who think we need to clear the way in the military for transgender troops. 
So what you so <laughs> well, what you got to have what you got to have it ain't about the medals it ain't about the experience it ain't about even your own war experience it is about whether right now in 2024 you have the wisdom and the eyes and the heart and the spine to take a look at some basic truths in a dangerous world some military guys do I'd say most of them do some don't. And, and again, that's not any kind of aspersion on General Keene. That's why I asked you, is there something that he has actually said where you think, wow, that guy's right. We need to follow that beacon. Well, uh, uh, I, I, I hate to articulate his uh, uh, his point of view because I, I, I wouldn't be very. Then uh, give me then it. give me yours. Uh, what but, but what let, seems let, right let to you? About, sure. Give you one example. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, he, he is saying that a lot of the reason we're seeing the issues in Ukraine, the invasion uh, the, uh, uh, the, the the situation with Israel, uh, et cetera, is because of weakness that Biden displayed, uh, particularly uh, initially or or most spectacularly in in, um, in Afghanistan. Correct. And 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 what what he says is this: uh, he says that um, uh, in terms of the uh, Middle East uh, situation with with Israel, when you have uh, people attacking the United States. He said, "Screw the, the excuse, excuse the word. It's quite all right. Screw, screw, <laughs> Special dispensation." Yeah, he, yeah, he says. He says, "Screw the proportional response. Go hit them hard right away." Yes. Right. Yeah. And 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 he says his the, the history says that they'll back off. Right. And he cites Reagan, and uh, he cites. Uh, uh, he, he cites uh, Trump mm-hmm. in, in in doing exactly now that. There you, now there you go. And those are those those are inherently worthy history based wisdom based things. Whether Jack Keen says them or you do or I do, and I'm, I'm glad we got to that destination. Ray, thank you very very much. I deeply deeply appreciate it. Uh, so here's the thing: you can put eyeballs on that part of the world. And plug in your brainstem and say that this is how we got here uh, as Joe Biden emboldened Iran for years by tolerating attacks on our troops, by bribing the Ayatollahs with billions of dollars, appeasing Iran, leaving our troops as sitting ducks, and, and the, the, the spectacle of our Afghan exit. So you, you can properly and accurately assess that that a ton of this is the fault of the Joe Biden leadership vacuum. One of the steps in problem solving, the first step is assess the problem, is what is the exact problem before you even get to the part where you solve it. The problem, the thing that has us banging our heads against a brick wall right now is that any solution is one that is not going to come from these people. There is no solution at hand now with this withering shell of a man as president and the inept people around him who really are running the country. Does anybody think that we are going to instantly get wisdom from the unwise, that we are instantly going to to telegraph strength from people who are weak? Does anybody think that this changes until we have a new president? It won't. It won't. And so we're, we, we've got to kind of muddle through this as best we can at the moment. There may be a policy moment or two we've got to figure out right now, and that's part of what we're up to on the phones and on the Patriot Mobile text line today, with Iran absolutely having funded 
attacks that have killed three American servicemen and injured dozens more. What do we do? Nothing. Because if we do anything, it's starting a war. We look globalist. Ooh, can't have that. The, the G word is bad these days. And by the way, it is, and deservedly so. But is that, does that mean we can't, that we can't do anything? And the general keen observation that, that Ray just mentioned, I think has absolute merit. A proportional response. If we sank 10 Iranian ships in their ports today, that's a message. I think it is a valuable message. What exactly are they going to do? What precisely is Iran going to do? Try to kill more of us? They're going to try to kill us anyway. It's what they do. We're, you know, people talk about, well, we don't want to start a war. Guys, we are at war. We're at war with the Ayatollahs of Iran. They're at war with us. Now, again, and I mean this just in terms of they're targeting us. They want to kill us. They want to wipe Israel off the face of the map. So that's kind of already underway. So the question is not whether we want to, quote unquote, start a war. We are having war waged on us. So what are we going to do about that? 866-660-5759. More of you next. Stick around. It is 828-866-660-5759 on the sunny skies of Monday morning. We are examining a variety of options as Iranian money and support are absolutely linkable to the attack on American troops at a base in northeast Jordan. Looking at various Texas political things and taking your calls on all of the above, 866-660-5759. We're in Dallas. Roy, happy Monday. How are you, sir? Good morning, sir. Hey. Let's fire it up. Let's get this engine rolling. Yes, sir. First thing is... On my mind is the Gold Star families, Mm -hmm. those that we lost yesterday in Jordan and the two Navy SEALs. How many more of our American men and women who are enlisted in military service Mm -hmm. are we going to lose as casualties? And we don't know how many more will be suffering permanent brain injury damage. And remember... These young men and women, when they enlist at the ages of 18 and 19, mm-hmm. first thing you get them to do is sign and prepare a last will and testament. Can you imagine uh, that impact uh, upon not only them, but their families as well? Of course, and, and we should. And it's funny because it is high regard for those who have lost their lives in service to this country that can have two things occur to somebody. One is we cannot let this stand and we need to sink some Iranian ships maybe by nightfall tonight. The other thing that I would guarantee, but it's already happening on the Patriot Mobile text line in both in both narratives, and that is that we honor our troops by avoiding as best we can uh, needless hot wars that that are not going to resolve in any kind of uh, of, of demonstrable short term policy. Uh, Roy, thank you because you've set it up perfectly. 
I get both sides. I'm seeing both sides. I um, Let me hop into the newsroom with Nikki Whaley, and then we'll come back, take some more of your calls, 866-660-5759. Senator Tom Cotton, no, no centrist squish here, says anything less than devastating military retaliation against Iran's terrorist forces will confirm Joe Biden as a coward unworthy of being commander-in-chief. All right. The 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 criticism of Biden is completely valid. Any thought that I have, any decision that I make on what to advocate is, I mean, in a way it has to be based on who the commander in chief is because that's the problem. That's how we got here. And all of a sudden asking him to be bold and decisive and wise is, you know, like asking, you know, a donkey to fly to the moon. So, uh does it, let's put it in the form of a question, that will hop in the news, come back and talk to more of you, 866-660-5759. I have a feeling short term that even this inept White House is willing to take some kind of strike on Iran to make clear how we feel about them as accessories to the death of American soldiers. Will that be enough? Is that even a good idea in the first place? 866-660-5759. 831, Mark Davis, Nikki Whaley is in the newsroom. Sweet collaboration. David Byrne of the Talking Heads and the genius of Brian Eno put out an album in 2008 called Everything That Happens Will Happen Today. It's kind of the feeling I... (laughs) It's the Mark Davis Show theme. Oh, my gosh. This is called One Fine Day. All right. Some of the coverage here in a bit of a a weekend that that ends and morphs into the beginning of a week where we find ourselves, as we will occasion do, uh, on occasion do, uh, with with, uh, thoughts about what our country ought to do at a time of foreign policy. If we had a strong and competent president, if we had an administration that had a half a clue about a dangerous world— we would instantly be on far better footing. Having a really strong president, having a really decisive president, a really wise administration doesn't mean that it's go time with every global slight. That wouldn't automatically necessarily mean that, you know, we bomb half the Iranian Navy. But when you have a president who is this, this horribly... mitigated in terms of the decline that he brings to the job. The the mental and physical stamina needed to be present. He just doesn't have it anymore. And that puts us in a bad situation from, from square one. So what do you do? What do you do? 866-660-5759. By the way, that's not just, not just true uh, about Middle Eastern entanglements. Uh, it's true about the border. And it's funny because I know I keep finding different ways to phrase this, something I've probably said 200 times. When you take a look at at the, the Biden border policy and say that it is weak, well, Biden favors a weak border. Uh, you're on the way to being right. Our border is weak. But you know what weakness is? Weakness is when you're not doing something enough that you should be doing better. 
that you should be doing more on, that you should be, you know, f- fighting harder, being stronger. Yeah, that that that's not exactly it. The Biden border policy is proceeding strongly in exactly the direction it intends. The Biden border policy is to open it. When you open your front door, you know, that, that's not an act of weakness. It's an, it's an act of decisiveness. You've said, I'm going to open my front door. I'm going to let somebody in. I'm going to take a look at what's going on. Doors open. You did that decisively. You did it willfully. You did it on purpose. The Biden administration is strongly marching toward the come one, come all policy that is at the heart of their immigration mindset. And that is to allow as many millions of migrants into the American fabric as we will tolerate so that they can be legalized, naturalized, and relied upon for decades of grateful Democrat voting. This is their policy. And right now, it's going like gangbusters. So when we look for a return of Trump, because that is the <laughs> that is our only option, when we which is not a problem. When we look for the return of Trump, it's not to strengthen Biden border policies. It is to do a complete 180 and begin a wholly different border policy, a policy that involves actually having one. We are in Pottsboro. Omar, hey, happy Monday. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning, sir. Thank you for having me. Hi. I'd like to make a quick point and also a good question for you, if sure. I may. Of course. So uh, I, I want to praise the patriotism that that's that's obviously abundant throughout the nation, especially in our state of Texas. And I want to remind everyone to stay patriotic. I'm a U.S. Marine of eight years, and there's nothing better than being proud of who you are and what you do. Thank but with you. that being said, we have to be tactful. Mm-hmm. We have to be professional. We have to be respectful to represent ourselves, our nation, and our constitution. So we've got to stay professional. And, uh, again, I just want to shout out to all, all the patriots. I want to praise it. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Well, me, uh, listen, me, I, me too, and, fa- and thank you for your call and your service. Can I ask you something? What, do, when you say, I'm, I'm intrigued, stay professional, meaning what? Uh, well, what I'm going to say about staying professional is if you're going to, let's say, for example, we see all these videos of all the wokeness. Oh, I hate Trump, quote unquote. Why do you hate Trump? Oh, because he's racist. Why? And they have no reason why. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like uh, assault rifles. What's an assault rifle? Because I have an assault <laughs> toothpick in the car. You know, tell me <laughs> yep. what. So stay professional, as in back up what you're talking about. Two plus two is four because it is. I'm glad I asked. I'm glad I asked. That's that's professional insane. Now, what can I do for you? What else? What else can I do for you, sir? Sir, my point to you is, or my question to you is this: so, so with the Park and Eagle Pass, that's our private property, our state property, right? Mm -hmm. So we're holding that fort down, no problem. It's our house, our land. Mm -hmm. So what's stopping us? from getting the rest of our border land, if it's private property, back it up, just like our governor is doing. You want some wire? I'll give it to you. Yes. <laughs> exactly right. V- various other states. I think Christy Noam was the first to say, we- we've got a lot of, of razor wire that we can ship down to you. All right, here's 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 the answer uh, to the question. The, the property there at the park in Eagle Pass is sir. ours, as in something the state has authority over. Absolutely right. As soon as you get to the border, 
where Texas meets Mexico. That is also where the United States meets Mexico. Someone would be absolutely correct in saying that there is a federal authority, a federal interest in that border as well. It is a national border and a state border. So what we have now is a skirmish because the state is interested in defending it and the country is not. So the state is saying that in breaking that tie, the Constitution affords every state the right to protect itself against invasion. It is a, it's a federal Amen. guarantee that the federal government will allow us to. So we're not budging an inch, and God bless Greg Abbott. Can we turn the rest of this border land or nearby into state parks? Well, it's, what, <laughs> it's, state it's park? a, visit a state park today, Eagle Pass, Del Rio, El Paso. Uh, it, it, it will be interesting. It's funny because all of this attention is being paid to a little, essentially just a little tiny sliver of the border. But it is a representation of the exact of uh, back and forth that I just described between the state and the feds. Uh, I I think what may happen in the short term is more stretches of border. If Abbott wants to ramp this up, and I would love for him to, to take other places where various entries appear to be out of control, more uh, floating buoys, more razor wire, on the all while we're working on getting a wall, hello, uh, continue to, to garner materials that I think are laying around somewhere in our state to erect our own Texas wall and do all of these things. And any federal official that tells us we can't, we tell that federal official to pound sand. Omar, God bless you and thank you for your service and for being with us. Just thank you just for all of the above, all of the above. Now, and that sounds like bluster from me. And uh, it is. <laughs> it's high-quality bluster, however. And what I mean is I don't mean that it's just mouthing off, that it should be the position of Governor Abbott and the state of Texas that we are going to protect our state's border. We are going to repel or at least resist the invasion in progress. Uh, when the federal government seeks to partner with us, that will be a wonderful day. If you seek to oppose us, we will not blink. We will not waiver we will not permit one member of federal law enforcement to take one set of shears to one portion of razor wire on the border that will not stand so will the death of three american service members and the injury to i think we're in the mid-30s now when I say, will that stand, uh, uh, what do we do? Once again, Tom Cotton, quote, Joe Biden emboldened Iran for years by tolerating attacks on our troops, bribing the Ayatollahs with billions of dollars and appeasing them to no end. He left our troops as sitting ducks, and now they're, uh, three are dead and dozens wounded. Sadly, as I've predicted what happened for months. The only answer to these attacks must be devastating military retaliation against Iran's terrorist forces, both in Iran and across the Middle East. Anything less will confirm Joe Biden as a coward unworthy of being commander-in-chief. On behalf of our Kansans, I extend my deepest condolence to the families of our brave fallen warriors. May God comfort them as he welcomes their loved ones into his embrace. And may God quickly and completely heal their wounded comrades. Senator Tom Cotton. That is easy. That 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 there's a harmony that that speaks to me. 
Patriot Mobile text line filled with some folks, however, saying, "Oh, great, another hot war. Great, we got we got time for that. We got you know, this is that what what does that really actually do?" Well, the answer that I would give as as this as this day marinates and has me thinking that doing something is a good idea, as as good as any idea comes from this feckless, weak, misguided White House, that it's better to do something than to do nothing in this particular case. It also involves. Me thinking that if we do this, that Iran is is not going to do 53 other things to try to kill Americans in 53 other places. Oh, they, they might get testy. And if they do, we hit them again. I mean, Iran is kind of the big dog here. It's so funny. We were we were we were so scared of of, of doing something de- decisive in Vietnam because we were terrified of the Soviet Union, client state and all that, scared of China. Uh, who exactly are we afraid of by, by giving Iran exactly what they deserve? I don't know. No. 866-660-5759. Uh, Bree Jackson this morning on NBC. Some U.S. lawmakers are pressing President Biden to take action against Iran for backing the militia that launched that deadly drone strike. Three American soldiers killed and at least two dozen injured in a drone strike in Jordan. President Biden calling for a moment of silence during a campaign stop in South Carolina. We lost three brave souls in an attack on one of our bases. While the facts are still being gathered, in a statement, the president says the attacks were carried out by radical Iran-backed militia groups operating in Syria and Iraq. Lawmakers agree. It's clear, according to what the White House is telling us, that this um, was instigated by radical um, extremists. And this is, this is, by the way, is Senator Tina Smith, Democrat of Minnesota. Some things have clarity such that even Democrats can realize it. Funded by Iran. This attack marks the first time U.S. service members in the Middle East were killed in the months of strikes since the Israel-Hamas war began and is seen as a dangerous escalation. These are drones that are packed with explosives and then detonate upon impact. But to have that type of the number of casualties suggests that it was a fairly sizable one. Uh, and that, it's funny. Uh, the only thing you should ever pay attention to former CIA director John Brennan about is just assessing something that actually happened. As far as his opinion on it, I could not be less interested. White House says the U.S. will hold those responsible to account at a time and in a manner of our choosing. I'm sure they're shaking in their boots. There's also pressure on the administration to take decisive action against Iran for backing the militia behind the deadly drone strike. I think the Biden administration now is going to have to rethink the general strategy. Deterrence is not working. President Biden vows to take action. We shall respond. We shall respond. Oh, my, my. A sentiment echoed by defense officials who say attacks on American forces will not be tolerated. All right. There we are. That's what's before us. It's it's a tough enough question. If we had a competent president and a wise administration, okay, what should we take our wisdom, our competence, our our, our blood and our treasure, our, our, our people and our war materiel, and just what should we do? It's a tough question on its face, complicated and exacerbated by the complete unfitness of the people currently running the country. 852. <laughs> 
is 8.57. Coming off that art rock career in Genesis, the great Phil Collins. And his early albums favored these brassy, snappy arrangements and uh, just awesome stuff. This is It Don't Matter to Me. From Hello, I Must Be Going. Everything matters to me. Your calls, your thoughts. Let it, let's let's do this. 866-660-5759. Not to give anybody short shrift. Let's hit the top of the hour here. Go to SRN and Nikki Whaley in the newsroom. And then when we come out, we will complete our tour of the candidates looking to succeed Drew Springer in Senate District 30. We're going to meet Cody Clark. I'm going to ask him uh, whether he thinks uh, Brent Hagenboo lives in the district and uh, whether he thinks the incumbent Drew Springer was right or wrong in suggesting we need to impeach Ken Paxton again. Hmm, what a gift. So we'll ask him that and various other things as well as we work our way into the 9 o'clock hour with plenty going on around the world, around the country, and around our state. Mark Davis Show Monday. Glad you're here. 858.